0: Welcome back to another episode of Let's Face the Facts. I'm your host. My name is David Almeida. I'm an actor in Orlando, Florida. Every week, I watch a classic episode of the amazing sitcom, The Facts of Life. I do it with an actor or artist friend from the Central Florida arts community. And then we hit record, talk about the show, and have lots and lots of sidebar conversations that I hope are interesting and entertaining to you. My guest this week is Matthew Arder. He is back. As I promised, as I said was going to happen, you know, Matthew will never not be a part of this show on some regular basis. Matthew and I watched season 3, episode 16 entitled The Four Musketeers, and the original air date was February 10th, 1982. I think we're ready to jump on in, guys. Let's face the facts. With Matthew Arder. Matthew Arder, you are back. Hello, welcome. Hello, David. You're leaning into the microphone as I requested you to do, so we can hear every, every pearl that comes out of your mouth, every golden comment.
1: Oh God! I am so glad to be back, and I am so glad that you asked me back. However. I just have a question. Yeah. And we got to talk about, I'm not, okay. I'm not here to bash the other guests okay. per se. <laughs> but when I listen, do, I'm do like. you have
0: some notes? Uh, I,
1: ha- I I have notes.
0: Okay. You did text me at one point. <laughs> you texted me, oh, for good Lord fucking sake. <laughs> and I was like, what, what? And you texted me. Oh God. How God. did you not make a comment that Miko and Joe had to be fucking?
1: Oh my God. For Christ's sake. <laughs> That I that really didn't go there. I wasn't thinking Minko was all up Joe was into some wontons. Oh, that no. oh
0: no, stop.
1: Joe <laughs> was uh, pulling a fortune out of a fortune cookie. No, no you are I <laughs> just offended two Asian races in one joke.
0: The opinions of Matthew Arder do not reflect the opinions of the Let's Face the Facts podcast or any of its corporate affiliates. That's true.
1: But my other note is. What, what's your other you note? Please people, continue. When you tell people that um, that um, to make the TV guide thing.
0: The elevator pitch. And
1: Tim Williams, I will give him this note. It was like ten minutes long, Tim. <laughs> you didn't ask for a TV guide full page ad. You asked for like the regular TV guide. But he two did sentences. say.
0: He did say at the end that was way more than two
1: sentences. Yes, it he was. He did at least he caught himself, but. Uh, so the, the people pe- act like they're describing a mystery novel when they do it. Like Natalie comes home to find someone in her bed, but who is it? Mrs. Garrett. No number... Fuck off. It's two sentences.
0: Okay. God. Please, please don't tell all my previous guests to fuck off.
1: <laughs> not you. Not the guest. Not well, maybe. <laughs> I'm just implying, like, if you're not a fan of the show. Mm, uh, I just feel like there's some time. I don't know. Yeah, just, you've said
0: before that you'd you'd like me to refrain from people who are not familiar with it. You want to hear. Right. you You would like it to lean more towards super fans and people who obsess. <laughs> all six of us. All six, <laughs> you, me, Paul Padilla. That's it. That's all you need. It could be
1: just the three of us sitting around talking about it.
0: <laughs> we, 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 there, there will be a time. I, my Back to my... with un-
1: if Paul Padilla were here, you'd actually have to put effort into craft services. So.
0: Oh, and there it is. Anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, I served Matthew dinner tonight. I had a hot meal waiting for him. I, I was June goddamn cleaver. Mm-hmm. Matthew, what, what did I serve you tonight when okay. you
1: got
0: home? Toast. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing at the top of the menu.
1: <laughs> Toast. <laughs> a glass of water like I'm Jerry Epstein before the incident (laughs) like I'm in prison here's some toast and water have a seat let's watch this show (laughs) what what was with the toast though? and I believe something you were passing off that I can tell my taste buds told me was was what was that? sizzling sizzling
0: it was not sizzling Mm -hmm. It uh, it was low sodium oh okay it was low sodium bacon because I care about your health, Matthew. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to kill me with that. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. The low-sodium bacon. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and
1: and I, I made us some scrambled eggs. We had a lovely breakfast for dinner. Yeah. It's the first time I've been served a breakfast like that without getting a little something-something. Before <laughs> I hit, like, you know. Do, do all of your... Paramours feed you a, a gourmet breakfast. Well, when after? somebody's like, "Hey, how about breakfast for dinner?" I think pancakes and waffles, David. I don't know about you. Um, I think so- biscuits and gravy. Okay. Look at me. <laughs> Do I look like I'm unfamiliar with the Bob Evans menu? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we'll put that under the I came umbrella. Of age
1: when Shoney's breakfast buffet was like <laughs> the place to go on a Sunday morning. God, I love Shoney's. But, okay, we'll we'll add that to the Matthew's notes. French toast. Just, whatever. I, I do a killer French toast bake. Maybe oh, I'll I'll have to never know. Maybe <laughs> Papadia could enjoy some. Let me get him a Belgian waffles, maybe some crepes. <laughs> Fresh fruit from the farmer's market. Oh, David. I'm going to blow out my voice before I even talk here. Anyway, so we watched this show.
0: This show, yeah, the Four Musketeers. It's it's semi-appropriate
1: because it's almost like a reinforcement of the pilot. And here's the TV guide thing: the girls have paid off their debt. Will they stay or will they go? Find out at 9 p.m. on Wednesday with the facts of life. That's how it's done.
0: Boom. Do not drop that mic. I won't. Whatever you do, I won't. He was reaching for it I like was. he was gonna drop I was. it. Was in it. In do my not. Hand. <laughs> Right. Thank you for the uh, for the TV guide entry. You're welcome. And uh future guests take uh, no. You you have something to live up to now. And um we yeah, so we watch this since Matthew you are my always at the beginning of the season guest and favorite guest. I, I, okay, well, well, go with yeah, that, yeah. Okay. And uh <laughs> so this was like when it was coming around I was like, oh, this would be a good one to have you for, because uh, what you have just said is that the debt is up. So how are we going to mm-hmm. continue the show in the format it is? That has been working very well mm-hmm. for technically a season and a half, though the first season was a short sure. season. So um, are you ready to get to it? Yeah. Are you ready? let do it too. I... Any, any other complaints about my show, my guests, me, or my cooking? <laughs> Or your cocaine?
1: Cooking! Oh, or Michael Caine? <laughs> Michael...
0: Is Michael Caine coming on the show? <laughs> he was one of the husbands Have they auditioned. Have you Michael Caine? <laughs> and uh, you want to go back into the fucking peace school with me?
1: It's like I'm in the room
0: with Michael Caine. Where are the big glasses? I need the big, thick Alfie glasses. Well, let us begin. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of this episode entitled The Four Musketeers which was season 3 episode 16. 16. Oh, by the way, this episode a lot of clips that we have been watching yes. in the opening theme, finally we yes. see the context of where the fuck these clips are coming from. Yeah. Well, um we begin uh the show with the shot of the girls all in the bathroom sharing the mirror, everybody getting ready in the morning. This is the first Last and only time we have ever seen their bathroom, the bathroom, correct? Yeah. And wow. Yeah. We got Natalie applying face moisturizer. We've got Joe gargling. We've got Blair taking the rollers out of her hair and blow drying. And they're all looking to the camera, but the camera is the mirror, so right. it's a it's a
1: theatrical, but it
0: works. And I wrote
1: down that's where sitcom meets theater, Eve? and I guess maybe the direction of this ruined it a little because you could see the front of the sink. Yeah, like there was no wall yeah. there. Like there was a sink in the middle of the room. Yeah,
0: and and there were shelves sticking out where you could yeah. see stuff. So it's so, like I don't know. Is it just that we cut away a wall? Is that what yeah. the conceit was? Yeah, it was
1: weird. But I feel like if you cut away the wall, you wouldn't film below the sink. Anyways, it's we are we're meet, in the bathroom. Literally two seconds into this yeah. episode. Um, <laughs> so as Blair
0: starts to blow dry her hair, which is blowing all the air in Joe's face, mm-hmm. Joe says, "Hey, Thara." Knock it off. Calls her Farrah. Great and then Blair comes back and Blair, uh, she and Blair have an interchange. The girls are just bitching at each
1: other yeah. the whole fucking yeah. episode. And Blair's already wearing her earrings. Oh, I didn't notice do that. Do women sleep in their earrings? Some do. Like st- little studs, like they're little, they're little post earrings. So I imagine uh, it would hurt yeah. if you don't.
0: I I don't know that. I've never been a woman, okay, and whatever. I wear clip-ons. And so. you, as drag queens, we <laughs> wear clip-ons exactly. Um, so then, Mrs. Garrett, knock, 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 comes in. She has on a shower cap the size of <laughs> Rhode
1: Island. I felt Mrs. Garrett was very vaudevillian this whole episode. Yeah, oh my. God. Like there were several overreactions, facial expressions. Oh aside,
0: my God. But
1: yeah, it's, it's like, it's literally like cliche. Yeah. How that fucking
0: that, shower hat That The shower cap was so big and bright colored. She had a towel over her
1: shoulder. She might as well have had a rubber ducky in her Yeah, head. I was just going like, to say. We it get was, it. You're going to take a shower. It was
0: clown-like. It was like, yeah. Ah! Ah. Rubber ducky or a rubber chicken. That's the thing. It's like it was a very blurry line there. But there was something just it almost said you're about to see a very broad performance. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, more than usual. Well, um, Mrs. Garrett says like, knock, knock. Any chance I can get into the shower today? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, so all five of them are sharing one bathroom. Not unheard of. You hear people with families, big families, small sure. houses. But any chance I can get into the shower today. So it's like, so do you go days where you don't bathe? Yeah, of course they
1: did back then. The girls. Everybody looks dirty. everybody looked dirty in the 70s. I guess. Like but, when you watch like the musicals like Camelot and shit. Like yeah. and Mame, everybody looks like they could take they could use a shower. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they look like yeah, that, that hair needs to be washed.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all the my, all the Sydney Lumet films, like you know, Serpico and Doc Day Afternoon. Yeah, and stuff. everybody looks like yeah. they could stand to shower the 70s, a shower. Seventies, yeah, seventies. Everything was that that gritty aesthetic that was very seventies. Yeah. Everybody did need a yeah, Taxi Driver. It's yeah, like,
1: yeah, he needed a shower. Even the Brady Bunch. I always felt like Greg Brady could stand to like mm, shower a little bit, cream rinse a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Now, my my question was when I was looking at that one bathroom and everything. Um, It makes me again wonder, like, as far as, like, what is this building? Yeah, like thank does it you. have like a one bedroom apartment in the back? for So it would make sense that it's a one bathroom. Like, who, like is it like the maids' quarters kind of situation? Like, but, I don't understand what that building is. Yeah, like why Did a cafeteria they... has an apartment attached to it? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's not
0: something where you would expect they would build it and say, oh, and of course, when yeah. one builds a cafeteria,
1: yeah, we need an apartment. You
0: need need living quarters for the live-in nutritionist. Might
1: need to hire Ida Frank family
0: because. Yeah, <laughs> but you know you're totally right, and and the ongoing mystery of where do people stay when they exactly. stay, because we know the girls are in what was essentially a garage that never had yeah. a car in it with all the shit, and and they do have a little memory to that later, which I thought was interesting. Um, but before Missus Garrett has come in, the water has stopped. Oh no something's gone wrong. We don't have any water. So when Mrs. Garrett wants to take a shower, they're like, yeah, you want to take a dry shower? And it's like, oh, no, not again. That that water problem, again, mm-hmm. that we've never, ever heard of them right. having. Right. And then they say, oh, oh.
1: spoiler alert. There was no water actually coming out when Joe was brushing her teeth. Either. Oh, yeah. So, no, it was not sink working so. sink. No. <laughs> Yeah, and she
0: spit out mouthwash into it. Yeah. there There is a crew person who will have a bucket that they remove <laughs> yeah. from under that prop sink that has Nancy McCann spit. Uh, mm. Hopefully they put it in a bottle and it's for sale on eBay. I do have to look for that. Like an Abba <laughs> So um, in addition to the water being out, it's like, oh, great. The water's out. Just when we've been having trouble with the heating and the cooling system. And then we get the vaudevillian writers. Yeah, our room was like a sauna last night. And Joe says, yeah, the tongues were hanging out of my shoes. (laughs) Ha ha! Oi! (laughs) Oh! There it is. So Mrs. Garrett says, oh, I guess I'll have to get so-and-so to come and fix it again. Mr. Zimmer. Mr. Zimmer? Yep. So Hans Zimmer, before he wrote... The score to the Lion King mm-hmm. and many other films
1: was originally the handyman in in Peekskill, New York. Well, it makes sense if the handyman was also a gifted writer, uh, musical person, <laughs> and probably taught music as well. Like yeah, this is Garrett, has Mrs. All Gales, the jobs, jack of all so, trades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: the that handyman,
1: the one thing she can't do. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like, ah. you, bitch, you can fly a plane, but you can't adjust a thermostat. No idea. Really, lost on her. <laughs> So then we're in the parlor. Um, they, they do an interesting little joke, quick cut, where they say, ugh, they really need to do something about the heat. Cut to Tootie and Natalie under a blanket in the parlor, freezing to death. Mm-hmm. So, oh, ha ha, there's a problem happening in the other direction. Right. Wacky. Um, so the girls are in the parlor, and they're cold, and uh, Blair and Joe start bitching at each other. And start being complete and total jerks to each other.
1: And this is where um, the lesbian undertones kind of begin for this episode. I'm I'm not sure I'm ever aware of lesbians. Well, it's like you're watching two lesbians have their first fight. Oh, is it? You know what I mean? But it's not their first, but like, they're at each other again. Uh Those two carpet munchers. (laughs) And they... (laughs) And I I wrote them down, so I will point them out as we get to them. Okay, um, so we start with this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this stems from Blair breathing. Yeah. Yeah, they all huddle on the couch under the blanket, and Blair does one of her Blair... (sighs) And Joe's, do you have to do that? Do what? Breathe. It's how I live. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they're just awful to each other. And they're uh, a uh, reference of the time... Reference of the era. Blair says to Joe, John McEnroe could teach you lessons in etiquette. Mm. So now Blair and Joe are complaining to Mrs. Garrett. Um, And once again, I've missed something very important. Mm. Earlier in the bathroom, Mrs. Garrett says, girls, um, we have something very special to celebrate for dinner tonight. So while they're bitching and the... uh, Um, the the insults keep escalating to, I can't live with her any longer. I can't put up with this more. How long do we have to do this? Yeah. And Joe says, how long do I have to pay for one mistake? Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Garrett says, "Mm, not very long. And then finally, Mrs. Garrett breaks down. And what does she say, Matthew?
1: Rats. (laughs) I don't know. When she pulls the thing out of her, uh, out of her sleeve. Now I'm confused, and you may have to cut this out because are we now after the scene where the girls are insulting each other, because that's where all the lesbian references are.
0: Oh well, um, I didn't mean to get ahead of us. Tell oh, me, okay. okay, go, go for the slow down, please. Okay, go for the.
1: You're you're, you're barreling through this pivotal episode. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast
0: is going to be over in only ninety minutes, David. So missing several. Key slow points. your goddamn roll. Okay, let's. First
1: of all, Blair says. I
0: forget that you need to do all the lesbian she, tallying.
1: I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out a bit of fact of uh, life. A bit of fact. And she says, um, when they're insulting each other in the pantry, Joe complains about her doing her hair in the morning. Yeah. By the way, in that scene,
0: Blair's hair looked really not much different than it did in the bathroom when she had just pulled the rollers out. It's like they forgot yeah. to brush through it. Yeah. You could still see the line where the roller was and the curl that had... Yeah. Ba- and it was like, what the shit? Yeah. That was so weird. Yeah,
1: like they had a fucking schedule to keep. Later. Yeah, it's like, so. keep. we got to keep moving here. You remind me to ask my close personal friend, Lisa Well if she remembers that, about what? that episode. Yeah,
0: your, your close personal friend, Lisa Welch. Yeah, Welchel? she liked
1: a comment that I commented on her Instagram and she liked it. Wait so a minute. We're close personal friends you, you um, liked Lisa Welchall. You commented on Lisa
0: Welch's Instagram. Yes. And she liked the comment. And she liked yeah. your comment. So Therefore You only
1: do that when 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 you when a friend comments. Yeah. You know? Not That's, when a fan.
0: You gotta be fucking
1: close yeah. to like a comment. See? Thank you. That's yeah. what I was saying. Okay, sure. Um Wow. But she's Joe's complaining about her hair, and um she says, I've had her hair up to my ears. <laughs> Joe says that about Blair. Joe says about Blair, I've had a hair up to my ears. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay, all right, wow. (laughs) Lickety-split.
1: And then... There's a reference about a lube job. Oh, that's right. A lube job on (laughs) primetime TV in 1982. (laughs) Well, she was talking
0: about cars and... Was she? (laughs) Was she? What what is the line? Do you remember it? Some about a lube job. Talking about the breathing. If
1: Yeah, her breathing. Yeah, Mm Joe says,
0: if you were my bike, I'd give you a lube job.
1: Yes. Lickety split. (laughs) And then in that sentence, not only... Does Joe out herself oh, twice? Oh, what about saying hair up to my ears and lube job? Yeah. Um, na- um Tootie gets in on it, and she when she goes, you tell her Tootie Tootie lezzes out, and no Tootie says, "You stay out of this, Mister Goodwrench." Oh yeah, <laughs> makes the choice because I'm thinking like with those vaudebillion writers, I'm surprised they didn't play on it and say Mrs. Goodwrench
0: uh-huh.
1: because she's a woman, you know. Oh. And yeah. they kind of play on it that way. No, she made a very distinct choice to call her Mister Goodreads Yeah, so Blair Joel is the top. Yeah, and <laughs> especially with Blair and Miko. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So,
0: so. I'm I'm so glad to have you back, Matthew, because <laughs> I miss so much of the lesbianism. Thank you. I'm glad you have a good lesbiometer. Thank you. Better than mine. Yeah,
1: I <laughs> dated one for three years in high school. <laughs> A lovely permed mullet. <laughs> I saw her across the softball field, and I thought, yep, that'll do. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Cause when you need a beard, and she has a beard. Right. Yeah. But um so then Mrs. Garrett, uh, we, we build up to Mrs. Garrett just being like, oh, Rats. Mm-hmm. And she has to um blow the blow her wad here. <laughs> oh, oh. She has to uh, blow her cover okay, um, and give up the secret. She pulls out of her wrist like a, like a woman in her early 90s. She pulls out a folded up piece of paper she has tucked inside the wrist of her long blouse, yep. long sleeve blouse or her cardigan, and says, this is the bill for the school van that you stole back in season two, episode one. And you will notice it is marked paid in full. Yeah. And the girls are like, whoa, wait, but what? Are you saying that our debt is paid off and we don't have to work in the cafeteria and live here? We can move back into the dorms yeah, and be excited. like the other girls? And Mrs. Garrett is kind of like, yeah, you could if you wanted to. And Blair and Joe are like,
1: fuck yeah, yeah. we're out of here. Yeah. And fuck this bitch. And this escalated quickly. Because Joe said, "I no longer have to listen to you breathe," and Blair went, "I don't have to look at your ugly face." (laughs) Wow,
0: Blair, Uh, standing right here.
1: Wow, I can hear you. That escalated very quickly. Yes, very true. (laughs) Now it was when Edna said "rats," because I feel like if I'm close personal friends with Lisa Welch, I can probably call her Edna. Okay, go Um, for it, Edna, or or Eddie, like uh,
0: like Mister Melbourne did. Uh, the other week calling her Eddie the yeah, the, the, the boyfriend that. that she's been dating
1: for 15 years that we've never ever heard of yes. or seen before Yeah, I didn't see it as a boyfriend as much as she was like, admit, openly admitting this is my booty call uh, Mr. Yeah. Melbourne she's like this guy comes and rocks my world yeah. whenever he's in town he's a traveling salesman yakety yakity. waka waka yeah and um, he makes a delivery once every <laughs> two or three months um <laughs> But he comes and sells me a Funkin' Wagnall. <laughs> I have 18 sets of encyclopedias. <laughs> um, uh, this is when I realized that Edna is very... not. We've talked about her vaudevillian acting. And, but it's when... Like, you, we've joked it before. I'll never be severe enough. Yeah. Or, um, oh, she's a wonderful comedian. And I'm going to challenge people who watch this show... And who watch Shit's Creek, from now on, every time Mrs. Garrett has a line, I want you to think how Moira Rose would say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> because it's like she's putting the emphasis on the wrong word in yeah. the sentences. But Moira Rose knows she's doing it. Yeah, it's inten-
0: Like and, That's Catherine O'Hara yeah, and the genius.
1: Because <laughs> I was listening then and she says... You'll notice it's paid. Says paid and fall. <laughs> and it just I would I heard Moira Rose go, <laughs> You'll notice it's paid says paid and fall. Yeah. Like always a pullback before the delivery. <laughs> yes. I don't think you'll notice day, but it says paid and fall. Yes, you're so right. Um, so I would like to I'm gonna challenge myself and our listeners to kind of run a Moira Rose line reading for oh, every Mrs. Garrett line reading.
0: Schitt's Creek is ending. I know. What it would have been lovely for the but, next season. It's six seasons. But if they had kept going, we could have pitched to them, how about Moira gets back into acting and they reboot the facts of life and cast Moira as Mrs. Garrett? And you want. Fours of middle-aged gay men to have a little boy-gasm. <laughs> yeah. Got it. You, me, and Paul, and... Um,
1: yeah. Yep. And that's it.
0: Yep. And right I'm there. <laughs> so, uh, as the girls quickly escalate to this, Mrs. Garrett kind of gives a, Now, girls, wait, we've sort of become a family, and family is hard to come by. And Blair and Joe are just like, well, fuck this shit, we're out of here. Yeah. Yep. We are out of here. So then we cut to the parlor and we are already making some plans. Blair is already talking about rooming assignments and saying, well, if we can get this girl to switch to here and this there, I can end up with a private room. And, um, they're all, she and Joe are like in full, we are getting the fuck out of dodge mode.
1: Yeah.
0: Natalie in a lovely little moment while they're sitting down, Blair and Joe are sitting on the couch. And Natalie comes, walks around, and sits between them to kind of play mediator. And Natalie goes, Girls, girls, girls. I that. Very funny. I'm like, You rock. I love you, Mindy Cone, so much. So, um, in the course of Natalie trying to play diplomat, She says, you could work out your differences just because there are things that annoy you, just like there are things that Tootie does that annoy me. And if I didn't, and and the theme of this is compromise. Girls, you need to compromise. You can't just let shit get to you. You have to work through your differences. And so basically, Natalie says, uh, there's stuff Tootie does where if I didn't let it slide, we would have broken up long ago. You're nodding your head. Broken up. Yeah. I um I assume that was one of the mm-hmm. lesbianic mm-hmm. references
1: that you uh We need like a lesbian sound effect, like a diesel truck horn honking <laughs> for every time. <laughs> Cause back in the day we used to call them diesels. <laughs> uh, they still do. I think yeah. they still do. But um
0: Yeah, that was an interesting thing. Not we we would have stopped being friends no. long ago. No. We you know, we we would
1: have really been over each other. Nope. Gives new meaning to a black girl and a Jew walk into a bar. Oh. (laughs) I mean, come on. Really? You think Mrs. Green would really enjoy hearing about this? Uh, Oh, Jesus.
0: So, um... Mrs. Garrett comes in as this argument now between Tootie and Natalie with, "Will you put your books on my bed. And Tootie's like, no, I don't. Natalie's like, yes, you do. And Natalie even comes back with, hey, no, it's fine. You're a kid. You don't know any better. Shadows of Tootie not being treated as an equal, not being treated as an adult. Um, And then Blair and Joe get into it. And that's where Tootie, in lashing back at Natalie, throws in the Mr. Goodwrench line to Joe.
1: Yes. Okay, and yeah, there it is.
0: Mrs. Garrett comes in and is trying to suddenly play diplomat here and um, play referee to all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And somehow the talking back and forth happens where Natalie says, Bull! Like, Tootie says something like that, and Natalie's response is, Bull! And Mrs. Garrett's like,
1: Natalie! Horse feathers!
0: <laughs> Poppycock! But um, she says bull, and Mrs. Garrett's like, duh. And, and the thing is, she said bull. Definitively, bull. It's yeah. like she was going to go bull, shh. Right, right.
1: But they did it. And then Tootie comes back with double bull. <gasps> what? And then the brilliant Mindy Cohn's reaction to that, like, pointing. The pointing at, point, uh, yeah. she just said
0: double. And that's in the opening theme, yes. and we love that every single and week. It, she's delightful. I love that, yes. Um, so then we get back to compromising girls are you we've got to do that you mean you're not even willing to try <laughs> ah. Ah. Uh, Yes. was that is yes. that was that particularly inaccurate no I mean, no. The but, pitch was a little high. I'll get, it was a pitchy dog.
1: That is um, Charlotte Ray's reading. Yeah. Now, if Moira Rose were saying it, what is the line? What is the line? What? You tell me you're not mean, even willing what? to try. You're,
0: it says, uh, you tell me that you're, you girls are not even willing to try.
1: You tell me you girls are not even willing to try. <laughs> not, even willing well, to try. Really not even willing to try.
0: Not even willing to try. Yeah, you could, uh, you could, there are so many equivalently awful yeah. readings. <laughs> I love
1: Catherine so fucking I, Oh
0: God, I worship, worship. I want worship to be
1: Moira Rose.
0: When I grow up.
1: I have to box my wigs. Oh my goodness, no one's trained. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um, so basically, uh, then we have this little, oh, then uh, Mr. Asad Kalada yeah. He he got all Martin Scorsese and said, "I'm putting a director. I'm gonna be like that guy Tarantino who mm-hmm. hasn't come along yet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a directorial thing in here where we start in the bottom right corner with Blair yes. on the couch, mm-hmm. and it's um, he starts with Blair. We're moving out. Pan over to Joe.
1: Very the right.
0: sooner the better.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Diagonal. And
0: then and then uh. Uh, no upward to Natalie. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, me too." And then pan back over to Tootie, who yeah. was a Bub Blair, and she says, Yeah, I know that's fucking right, or yeah. something. I'm yeah, paraphrasing. I'm yeah. Saying. Um, but yes, yeah, so we do this little panning across. Yeah. It's like, okay. Very and single then, camera. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to the wide shot mm-hmm. and we get the clap track. Yeah. we are at the, officially at the oh my god, this is the end of the family. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And it's I'm feeling um like,
1: oh, how are we gonna get them yeah. back together.
0: I, I'm afraid the show is never going to be on TV after tonight anymore. At this commercial break. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: no. Is this now, the end as we know it? Because <laughs> I don't feel fine.
0: <laughs> so, um, so Anyway. Anyway. Um, so we come back to the cafeteria where Mrs. Garrett is uh, laying out a couple of, like putting out a napkin or two while the girls are all coming in for breakfast. So Mrs. Garrett is apparently alone. Yeah. Doing the work for five now people. she's doing
1: the work for five people.
0: Or, or six, if you count Howard, who no. I guess she killed and is in the freezer or something. Or
1: maybe Mr. Melbourne killed
0: him. Oh. Oh. That's right, because she was kind of Tiger Woods in that shit, she's wasn't she? She's
1: paying him off with some BJs. Oh, uh, no.
0: <laughs> but the deal is, she's there and it's... um. You know, they, in comes, who's the first one in? Joe. Joe is there. Hey, Mrs. Garrett, how you doing? She's like, oh, it's been a little hectic. Uh, uh, without you girls helping, it's also been a little quiet. Um, and so Joe is just like, yeah, well, I'm in the dorms now and I'm happy. Bye.
1: But this is also where she asked about Joe's new roommate. And what does she say? And she tells her she made, um, she knitted her a cover for her motorcycle helmet. That's right. And this is where I come up with the conspiracy theory. Oh, please do. That Iola Boylan from Mama's Family went to Eastland High School. Because wow. she was always making like, look, Thelma, I made you toaster cozy. Look, I made oh, you. Oh, was that was that, a, that a,
0: was that an Iola thing? Yeah, I was not a Mama's Family fan.
1: Well, maybe I should talk to Michael Colavolpe about that. Then. I think you
0: should. He would totally <laughs> be into that. I think wow. He would. Yeah. Now, how did you know Michael Colavolpe is a Mama's Family fan? If you don't listen to the show.
1: Oh, I'm a dear friend of Michael Colavolpe. You,
0: oh, In you the, and Michael, mm-hmm. yeah, Matt and Michael. People talk
1: about you as a pair all they the do. time. They do. They do. You yeah. can't mention one without the other, hardly. <laughs> Like, frickin' freck. Then <laughs> in comes Blair.
0: What is Blair wearing, Matthew?
1: The Blair blue blazer.
0: Yes, Blair is wearing the blue blazer. And we get the report of Blair and her new living situation.
1: And Blair actually picks up some Parmesan cheese. Some cheese and shakers. Helps. Yes. And helps
0: Mrs. Garrett. And and it's done kind of absently. Like there's no attention drawn to it. Yeah. She's just babbling about how much she loves living alone and all that. And as she's following Mrs. Garrett from the counter to the table, Blair just grabs two of the cheese things and puts them in. And I was like, that was lovely. I
1: wish there had been more of that in this episode. Well, oh, I was thinking, who wants Parmesan cheese at breakfast? <laughs> But, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, well, character-driven. Mrs. Yeah. Garrett is
0: doing the work for six people, so <laughs> they're having spaghetti. Fuck them.
1: <laughs> Girls, come get your pasta.
0: <laughs> um, so then she says, oh, I've just been talking to Joe. And Joe is uh, very happy about her new living situation. And Blair, kind of clearly putting on a face, is like, oh,
1: Joe's happy? How nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's the diesel engine coming through again, cause Flair's jealous!
0: <laughs> we have to look at Google a diesel engine sound effect. Diesel horn sound effect.
1: Just too long enough. It's just exactly. <laughs> oh, is she? <laughs> do it. So, do it. Wait, do it one more time. So uh, ask the question, Matthew. <laughs> Blair is all kinds of jealous of Joe's new roommate. How did you get that cuna? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> jo, Blair's new girlfriend <laughs> isn't working out so well. So yeah. Apparently, Joseph. is. Yeah.
0: Well, no, Blair's alone, remember? Blair oh, did right. finagle a single for herself. That's right. And um, so we have that. Oh, um, wh- where does Mrs. Garrett do her horrible French accent routine?
1: Because this is where Blair says, oh yeah, that would take, uh, Mrs. Garrett says, that would take compromise, <laughs> <laughs> and well, I know when I have my friends, all of my friends, we have to compromise, we're at each other, others' throats, yeah. David. We fight, we disagree, but
0: it's worth the trouble. Well, it's
1: worth the trouble, David. <laughs> it's worth the trouble. <laughs>
0: But that is what she says. We we don't mean to po- take focus of our Moira but who Rose. who are
1: these friends that Edna's talking about? We just
0: met her booty call last week that she's had for fifteen years that we've never seen before in three guys. And I'm trying years. to
1: remember of all the episodes when she actually has a fucking friend over.
0: No, she doesn't. The last <laughs> I didn't think so. The last two friends she had were Molly Picon, Natalie's grandmother, yeah, and Zsa Zsa Gabor. That was like the last time she sat down with an adult. With a contemporary. And had a conversation. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so wrong. Um, So then, so is her, I I did not note when the French happened. It just suddenly, I remembered this was, these were some bad Mrs. Garrett moments. Yeah,
1: she's trying to be funny to her. um, She's telling Mrs. Garrett how funny her roommate is. Who is? Because Natalie walks in with her new roommate who's boring as paint.
0: Yeah. yeah, we meet this new roommate, and her name is Brenda. Brenda will be back for a couple more episodes really? next year. Yes, <laughs> yeah, agreed. I'm like, really? She impressed
1: the casting director so much.
0: Yeah, wow. It's like, well, we we finally ran off, um, uh, Sue Ann and Cindy yeah. and uh, and Molly and all that shit. So. We meet this new roommate, Brenda, and Mrs. Garrett says, oh, hello, Brenda, how are you? Hello,
1: Brenda, (laughs) how are you? Um, And Brenda says, what'd she say? Adequate.
0: (laughs) Dull as a, dull as a doornail. Yeah,
1: and like, um, Natalie's trying to show her how hilarious Mrs. Garrett is, and they make a joke about French oh. bread or something like that, and I didn't get it. And Mrs. and
0: Mrs. Garrett is doing this other... And you cut to this girl, Brenda, and stone-faced. Yeah.
1: she just wants an avocado.
0: <laughs> Not since the little red-headed boy on The Ropers have we seen <laughs> an actor so beautifully maintain their stone face, their poker face. Her adequate her adequate performance, performance. <laughs> then uh 2d comes in mm-hmm. and what, what is 2d's living situation it's like this is where the show just gets laborious yeah. where it's like well now we have to one at a time bring them in and establish where they are and what's going on and to you know what i don't think we even know about 2d's thing because it's mm-hmm. just 2d runs into natalie and it's like oh it's <laughs> Let's do Moira. I'm surprised to find you here.
1: Yeah. What are you doing here? Well, it's fucking cafeteria I, I eat in the morning. Here. <laughs> what, of all places for you to expect me yeah. to be, she this said would I, be it.
0: And she says, I haven't seen you around here much. And at one point she even says, well, I wouldn't have come if I'd known you were going to be here. And it's like, bitches. Um,
1: yeah, I didn't get... I. I didn't,
0: no, not working. Really, this is now completely manufactured animosity. At yeah. this point, they would be like, oh, hey, hi, good to see you. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to not be pleasant to each it's other. It's very sitcom Yeah. It's very sitcom i yeah. I'm mad at you, and I'm going to stay empirically right. and escalatedly mad at you for the rest of this show. <laughs> so, um, they get into some bitching. Natalie and Tootie start, like, a scream fest and make a goddamn scene. Yeah.
1: And My Mrs. Garrett the intervenes. Thing, what? <laughs> he calls her a geek.
0: And ah, like that was the worst thing you could call you a person. Don't call me
1: a geek? How dare you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Mrs. Garrett suddenly is like, "Stop!"
1: No, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay. And she just suddenly goes, "Girls, I'm not going to do the voice because yeah. it's just it's exhausting yeah. doing such an authentic." Yeah. And unmistakable Charlotte Ray. It takes a lot out of me.
1: And it gets to the point where it's like um, dance for grandma.
0: Yeah. True. Yeah. It's what they're expecting. Yep. I'm trying to change the expectation here. Mrs. Garrett says, girls, there are some new girls coming in here who are going to help me in the kitchen since I'm doing the work of five or six people. Yeah. New girls going to come in here and uh, move in over the cafeteria. Why? I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're girls from the local
1: prison. Maybe they wrecked a van as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well, actually we're in upstate New York, so Litchfield, we could do, we could do an orange is a new black crossover. All right. But truly. Um, but basically she says, so I need you to clean out that room and sweep it and empty it out and paint it. Mm. And the girls do say, they're like, what? And someone even says, New girls? In our room? Yeah. When they had just been all, yeah. fuck this shit, I hated this place. I'm yeah. glad, suck it, cafeteria room. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that's what they have to do. And she says, wear your old clothes. Punchline of the scene, Blair. I don't have any old clothes. <laughs> no, you don't, Blair. I'll buy some. Yep. So then we're up in the room. Everything is missing, and... There are drop cloths yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Please make note of that, everyone listening. Mm-hmm. There are drop cloths everywhere, including on the floor. Am I not... Am I speaking no. out of turn? Yes.
1: And the room has been cleared out. Where did the stuff go? Well, I mean, they like, moved so, out.
0: They moved out their but dorms. But the
1: mattresses are up against the wall? Is that what those are? Yeah, that's the mattresses okay.
0: against the wall. So the girls are preparing to paint. Uh, because when you want a paint job done and done right mm-hmm. you want a group of inexperienced teenage girls yes and the scene begins with Tootie pulling up a sock that looks like an oil rag yeah and she picked up and said huh does anybody want
1: this and they're all like no pass sir. and but Joe was kind of like who does it belong to <laughs> before she said no <laughs> Because I think she probably took it to her new place and would want to sniff it and rub it places. Oh, it. stop. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if it was Blair's sock, yeah, she yeah. wanted it. Joe was like, no, oh, I don't want it. And then pocket the thing. You know what I mean?
0: It, it, I would say it was the rag from... Uh, Michael Colavolpe's episode the one that she was using to clean that random engine part. Oh yeah. But like we said the engine part was not dirty or getting cleaner and yeah. the rag was clean and not getting any dirtier. True enough. So um, yeah. Don't know where that's coming from. Anyway. Um, uh, Natalie says, you and I both raised our eyebrows and she says, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm missing my rock hunt. <laughs> And the girls
1: even say. <laughs> and she says.
0: Um, and even the girls go. You're what? Mm-hmm. And then she reiterates. My rock hunt. <laughs> and you're like. You realize she says. Brenda goes hunting. Brenda and I go out. Uh, whatever day of the week this mm-hmm. is and we go out looking for rocks and you realize oh she's saying rock hunt
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: two words don't want to run no. together
1: it's like when Tootie um, would hide um, Joe's bike and she would have to go on a bike hunt <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear
1: oh dear or when they would hide Blair's microphone and she'd have to go on a my hunt yeah Thank I am you. I'm 12.
0: We are. <laughs> <so I am laughs> I'm 12. just going to say that. We are fucking children. Rock. Oh. So,
1: so, enough about Natalie's rock hunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hate that word. <laughs> you hate the C word? No, hunt. <laughs> what, is he, what C word are you talking about? Cancer? Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Cancer? What? Oh. <laughs> I don't like to hunt for anything, <laughs> like my remote, yeah. my keys. Um,
0: or- so thankfully, um, there's someone else says something along. They're like, oh, I can't believe we've got to get this place room prepared for new girls. And Joe, which you wish she or somebody had said in the previous scene, she said, well, yeah. What did you think, Mrs. Garrett was going to do? Seal it off like King Tut's tomb? <laughs> and you're like, but no, but she's right. It's kind of like someone else. Is- Someone else is staying in our room. Yeah. And it's like, it's you, all you've been doing is talking about how happy you are that you don't have to fucking live there anymore. That is not an authentic moment. I do not believe the emotion of it. So the painting begins. Yes. Uh, in spite of Natalie's rock hunt. <laughs> <laughs> that will never get old. That will never, ever fucking get. It's like, ugh. Uh. Just like be smart writers, come on. Don't give us don't give us that type of an opening, really. And
1: I have to wonder if when she said it, when she first read it at the table read, she was like, You're gonna have me say rock on <laughs> and they all laughed. I wanna know and they were like, I'm keeping it in. You know, sneak that past the sensors. Yep, exactly. Um
0: so while they're painting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh They reminisce about their remember the first night we were here and there was no beds and we had to sleep in sleeping bags? And it's like, yeah, we remember because we were like, what the fuck? Mrs. Garrett just dumped their asses in this storage room garage. But, uh, yeah, maybe we should reminisce. Matthew, remember that time we were watching the show and podcasting about the time that Mrs. Garrett made them?
1: I do, Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. Do but I. I
1: mean, you know, you 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 grow yeah. up, you get older, exactly. you die. No yeah, big deal. exactly.
0: No Moving on. Deal. Let's paint this and get the fuck over this, because I definitely don't have any feelings <laughs> no. of fondness for this experience that I'd ever want to continue.
1: I'm from the Bronx.
0: Yeah. Um. So then Natalie points out a growth chart along the near the door next to the light switch plate, still on the light switch. You remove the plates before you paint, girls. Yeah. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has a growth chart, and if you look at the actual height, you're like, I don't think Kim Fields was ever that tiny. Right. It was, lo- and she says, "Look at this! Remember last year when we thought you weren't going to grow, and then here you grew." She said something like, "Almost two inches." Yeah. And the marks are clearly like six. Yeah. It's like that's okay. That's more than two inches, honey.
1: It's like a gay man measuring his penis. <laughs> did those? He did those? It's like no. It's like eight inches. And, hey, and uh,
0: where'd you start measuring, you yeah. asshole?
1: From, you go from the B-hole to the P-hole. <laughs> That's where I measure. I don't know about you. <laughs> but um, I digress. Moving on. And I certainly don't mark it on the wall. No. <laughs> you do other markings on the wall. Right. My bedroom wall looks like a Jackson Pollock painting.
0: <laughs> but um, psh, thank you. Um, so then we begin. You know, when they say the three stooges were the masters of the pies, Mm -hmm. I think it is safe to say that the Facts of Life Girls are the masters of the paint. Mm -hmm. And we get into now a physical comedy bit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they do well with it. Sure. Do you not agree?
1: I'm i not saying
0: it in and of itself is good. I'm saying they sell it and they make it seem as plausible as they can.
1: I have to say, my close personal friend, Lisa Welchel, heard the choices she made when she sat down in the paint. Oh. Because that's the, how, kind of how it all yeah. starts. Yeah, she
0: stands up from sitting in a chair. Yeah. Joe just completely, innocently puts down a tray of paint. Yeah. And then Blair sits in it. And her reaction is quite beautiful.
1: Wonderful. Understated. Yeah. Because there are so many ways, places she could have gone. Yeah. I mean, if Mrs. Garrett had sat in that... So the understated reaction was just lovely. It was beautiful. And I like, to probably message that to her. You should message her that, yeah. And I kind of realized we can thank that action of her innocently setting the the paint on the chair uh-huh. for the rest of the series. Yeah. Because if that hadn't happened...
0: Nope. If that had not ha- happened...
1: We would have never started the paint fight. The
0: paint fight. <laughs> like you do. Um. So,
1: yeah. Joe Which says... I have to wonder is like a straight man's idea of heaven watching these girls paint yeah, each other. Somebody sh- yeah, watched sh- that scene and was like, yep, that's all I needed. Yeah, And yeah. went to sleep. It's a shame
0: they can't whip their tits out, but, you know, it's network tele. <laughs> Oh, wow. You yeah, okay? That got dark. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There is this... No, I don't. Well, the sense Explain of... Explain the, yourself. The, the, the playboy... The playboy pun, bunny pillow fight kind of... kind of a thing. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. It's like uh, the, the sexual... Th- okay. okay. I'm so, Wow. I'm feeling judged right now. I think now. you gotta go on a rock hunt. <laughs> Do I? I feel like you... I <laughs> so don't even know you anymore. Blair's response is... Be- Joe says, I'm sorry. And Blair just smiles and says... And she, she's just like, no, no, real, really, it was an accident. And Blair's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And then Blair stands up, and Joe takes the roller, sister from Joe. May I takes the roller from Joe, and then rolls a fucking paint down her face, and on, down her 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 face. Right and on her chest, and
1: on her chest. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> and the great visual, the the long shot. Where the great visual of Blair with that paint on her ass. Uh, oh, yeah, beautiful. Right, as she turns around. Yeah,
0: it's, it's quite She's beautiful. Great. And um, so then we have this moment. And then, of course, Joe retaliates. And then Natalie tries to break it up. And then they start getting Natalie involved. And then Tootie starts to try and sneak out of the room. But she doesn't quite make it. Because the girls then drag her in and start throwing around the paint, and it yes. just becomes a wild, crazy. There is one point you do catch Nancy McKeon yes. with the paint, cupping some paint in her hands and wiping it on her own, her face. own face. Yeah, yes. there is one point you catch that. And it's like, whoops. Ah, ah. And it doesn't look like, no, I was wiping it off. No, it's like, no, you were clearly applying.
1: And I would like to thank the writers or the prop people for going with a, a tan mm-hmm. color. Like a gray color? Is it grayish Because or it taupe? really could have gotten to the point where we couldn't air this episode if they had been painting the walls brown. Oh. <laughs> or you red. Know, oh,
0: you know what I mean? If, like, if Blair turned around and had a big red
1: <laughs> down the back. It would have been funny if they all had yeah. brown faces and Tootie had like a... I a white face, but I'm saying, like, no. I wonder if there was thought put into that in well, 1981. Like, wouldn't it be funny if they was in blackface? No. And Tootie was like, no, no, it wouldn't be. not at
0: all. So at one point, when the when the, the the um the fight escalates and they like like Joe and Blair grab brushes and kind of square off like yeah. swords. You'll notice one of them has white paint on it and one of them has black. So they did kind of say, "Okay, we need to get some colors yeah. mixed in here, but they didn't go too crazy with it." Right. It really honestly to it can't be easy to stage something like this because so many things can go wrong and the idea that okay, you're actually putting whatever this substance is Yeah. In, it was a
1: little watery.
0: It was a little paint. watery, but but the thing is it had to be Edible. It had to be, they could get it in their mouths. I wonder if it was
1: jello or something.
0: Or gray. How do you make gray jello? Or gravy. Or <laughs> like
1: oh, a really watery gravy.
0: Wow. But the fact is she
1: that. She putting it on the wall, though, isn't she?
0: Yeah. So, but as they're throwing the. Um, when we get to the point, and we see this in the clip in the opening credits, when yeah. they're just going at it, the fact that they all are kind of staged in a little bit of a tableau. Yeah. So that when they stop they are perfectly positioned for the camera. Um it, it it is nice and and yet it doesn't feel too stagey staged. Right. No. Not I at all. I do I I do have to give props here.
1: Yeah, I bought it.
0: Then Mrs. Garrett comes in and while she first just kind of spies and then she sees what's going on. We get the Charlotte Ray hand on the cheek. Mhm. Because her face is not animated enough to convey the emotion. We need to add a gesture. We needed one more little time for her to cross her eyes. Yep. So she steps in. And in this wide shot, you see it in the opening credits. Mm -hmm. In this wide shot. She is standing by the door. One foot on the floor. Mm -hmm. One foot on the drop cloth. Which covers the entire rest of the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mrs. Garrett... Of course, when they see her, they stop. So the whole oh, uh, uh, oh, and the girls all together go oh, yeah. which is kind of funny, and that's what we see at the end. That's in the opening credits. That's the last image before we fade out. <laughs> Mrs. Garrett says, "What's going on here?" And then now we echo our uh, Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola uh, camera work mm-hmm. that we did in the first act. Where it starts with one of their faces, and it says we are painting. Then we're cleaning. Guess we got a little too much into our work, and we do that pan around. But I think we don't get two D in. We don't go for four. We get three out of the four mm. for some reason, which is weird. Anyhow, Mrs. Garrett says, "Yes, I noticed you've gotten into it, and now you need to clean this up." And uh, Joe says, "Yeah, I guess we kind of owe you for the paint." Yeah. And Mrs. Garrett says, and for the stripping and varnishing and staining of the floor. (laughs) And you're like, or you could pick up the drop cloths and the floor would be 100% clean. Fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, Joe says, whoa, all of that stuff. That's you're talking big bucks there. How are we going to afford that?
1: And Blair says... I, I love your Mrs. Garrett impression. I'm fascinated how Joe was suddenly in Shana. When you do <laughs> Bowser. Kind of like suddenly. Uh, like an extra in Na." Dip
0: da di-da-dip boom.
1: Sha na Go ahead. So Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. So Sorry. yeah.
0: That's my my Bowser mm-hmm. from Shana. No, nah, nah, nah. So um uh so then Blair starts to say, I'm c i am i just had one of my and then she stops and goes, terrible ideas. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? 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 We have the, We're in a jam and we got to figure out what Blair we will accept any possible contribution or solution to this pickle we've gotten ourselves into. And she says, we could work it off and come back here and go back to the cafeteria.
1: And again, interesting choice to make Blair be the one to to offer that as a solution. Yeah. Like, it feel, I f- I felt like a Natalie thing to say. Like, rather than Blair, because, like, it would take those two are the ones who were first off. Yeah. So it would take convincing those two. Like, I thought it was interesting, because you always talk about how they humanize Blair so much. Yeah. And, this, and she's always the, the good friend. Mm-hmm. And they make that clear. But I just thought it was interesting that Blair was the one that helped her in the kitchen, and Blair was the one... That they gave that line to. Yeah, I agree. It, so, it, you like feel like it could have been, been a to Natalie. Move in. Thing. She's living alone. So yeah. Is she lonely? Like I don't know. Yeah. It's it is Blair was the one that wanted everybody to move back in together. Uh, yeah,
0: and they agree to it, but sort of a. But this is not forever. No, this is for one more season. This is for uh, well, season and a half. Then it gets good. And then it gets.
1: Does it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll have to I'll have to reserve my judgment because, in my mind, this show right here that we're watching
1: is my facts of life. See, Edna's Edibles is mine because I'm a great deal younger than you, David. Are are you? Yes. How how much younger are you, Matthew? Years and years. Yes. So, um, Edna's Edibles. It's an, it's Are you my, negative
0: years younger than I am,
1: Matthew? Well, you, well, because you seem to be very negative about me being younger than you. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to get to Edna's Edibles.
0: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm less of a fan just because I think the entire premise of getting them all under that roof is so beyond fucking preposterous. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: And, and you're Go okay on. with that? Oh yeah.
0: Okay. See, I'm like, mm.
1: I'm also okay with four old ladies living in a house in Miami, always wearing sweaters. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you can <laughs> when you consider the continuity errors and the Golden Girls alone, yeah. and we, we're all like okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay. You're okay. How they all end up at Edna's Okay. absolutely
0: uh-huh well um the episode ends with them like okay so we're gonna do this but you gotta stop your breathing well you gotta be there well you're books well you're there well you're rock hunt you're blah blah blah, 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 blah. and it starts with them all four squabbling and Mrs. Garrett just looks at them and smiles and slowly closes the door things are as
1: they should be they're at each other's throats yeah uh, I'm a weird ending because it's you know it's kind of a things are as they should it's kind of this is resolved we things are as they it's like a zen ending almost
0: I, I get it I remember when I first watched this that I was happy at this ending I was oh, like yeah. oh good I was like fuck I thought my show was going away my program <laughs> my stories <laughs> but I was like okay but now the idea that okay so stripping Varnishing and staining are the three terms that she used.
1: Where are they going to stay while they all do that?
0: Yeah. And not die from the fumes and the inhalation. Now, even if this was, I don't, I don't remember when latex paint became the real norm because Mm. latex is water soluble, easy to clean up versus oil based paint was a fucking nightmare. Lead. Lead. (laughs) That's what they die from. Lead (laughs) inhalation, lead poisoning. Um, but the thing is, uh, even if they didn't have the drop cloth down, mm-hmm. even if they got the shit all over the floor, mm-hmm. it is not that they couldn't clean it. You couldn't sure. grab some paint thinner and clean it and not disturb this clearly beautifully preserved hardwood floor in the upstairs apartment over a cafeteria that was used as a storeroom. Right. Um so stripping varnishing and staining varnishing and staining are the same thing mm-hmm. let's go there okay um so to strip it down would be sanding it you get a big sanding machine sure. i'm trying to i let's say i'm struggling to logistically equivalize if that's not a word it is now mm-hmm. the cost to strip and re-stain re-polyurethane varnish the floor of a, you know, a twelve by twenty room, sure. versus replacing a
1: van.
0: Yeah, we are literally at the halfway point between of the series. Uh, no, of oh, the yeah. of the cafeteria years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The cafeteria. We are literally at the halfway point. So they worked off a van mm-hmm. in these thirty-two episodes. Yeah. We still have thirty-two more to come, and in that time, they're not going to work off standing and putting some fucking stain on a oh, floor.
1: I think the implication was that, no, it's not. They just want to stay together. That's how I took it. They they just want to stay together. Like, we'll call it working off the... Because you'll notice they never mention it, them paying Ever. off a debt Ever. again. No. <clears throat> so I feel like the girls... Yeah, are just
0: Blair and Joe they're... graduate, and Tootie and Natalie are like, oh, hey, can we come live with you at Edna's Edibles? Yeah. And Edna's not like... Not until
1: you pay off your floor. (laughs) Nobody, she never says that. And when she's leaving. We've got
0: two planks still to go.
1: And nobody says when she goes to quit at Eastland. And nobody says, you're not getting your security deposit back. (laughs) Bitch. Because there's still some paint splattered on this hardwood floor in there. Oh, God. But take your ugly
0: furniture. You're welcome to take that.
1: Have the sombrero. Yeah, in the, the tiger,
0: up. tiger sombrero, Matthew. Oh
1: we have God. come to the end shut of another
0: episode. The worst. I will
1: never shut you up. Uh, never gonna shut you up. In, in what we just did. Never gonna sorry. let
0: you down. Mm.
1: That's but, why you never want to ask Rick Astley if you can borrow. He'll let you borrow any of his Pixar films except one. Never gonna give you up. <laughs>
0: Well Matthew, I'm going to thank you once again for always being the superb guest. I will I will try to do better with my craft services. Oh, I, I have failed you yet again.
1: I mean, you're not failing me. I've asked I've told you I don't want much, you know. It's you just, just want Belgian
0: waffles and crepes and french toast.
1: Is that too much to ask? David? <laughs> is that Is that? Is that a little um, thought? <laughs> As much thought as you're willing to put into Paul Padilla. <laughs> David.
0: And on that note, Matthew. Whoever that is. Thank you. Whoever that is. Yeah. So, as always, thank you. You crack my shit up, so I can't
1: wait to have you back. But before we go. Wait, what? You you, for, you have not mentioned, unless you've mentioned on another episode, what you texted me about. You have to list. You have to watch all these episodes. of Life, But now you've got 16 hours of... Charlotte oh, Ray. Yes. Autobiography. Oh my god. Ah, I forgot.
0: Ah. Um yes, I got the audiobook of The Facts of My Life, Charlotte Ray's. So, when you get like a new novel, <laughs> it might be 8 or 9 hours. Really? When you read it? Okay. Charlotte Ray's memoir, 11 and a half. Jesus. <laughs> yes.
1: This is Audible. She sounds great. My name is Charlotte Ray. And my voice ain't what it used to be. No shit. <laughs> but it is what it is. So onward and upward with my big adventure. Wow. She is in no hurry to get through that book. Yeah. All right,
0: Matthew, my love, good night. Yes, and will. we will see you back again very, very soon.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: there you have it. That was Matthew Arter. Always a joy, always a pleasure whenever I have him, as you can hear from my squeaking and my snorting. (laughs) And uh, this this new angle of doing Mrs. Garrett as Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek is quite brilliant. And uh, I freely admit my Moira Rose is not nearly as good as Matthew's. So I look forward to having him back to do it lots and lots more. So since I recorded this, I've actually made my way through all of Charlotte Ray's memoir, The Facts of My Life. And uh, it's actually really, really good. I highly recommend it if you're a diehard Facts of Life fan. And if you're not, what are you listening to this for? But uh, if you've got Audible, uh, go ahead, click the button and get it. And uh, listen to it It's really got some interesting stuff I will share some bits and pieces of it As we go along But for now I'll just say I really genuinely enjoyed it And I do recommend it Next week I'm going to be watching Season 3, episode 17 The Affair With another very special guest Thank you so much for listening To this week's show And remember The facts of life are all about you Let's Face the Facts was produced, written, hosted, and edited by me, David Almeida. My theme song was beautifully arranged and recorded by Ned Wilkinson. Our website is facethefactspod.com. You have to drop the let's. And that's where you can find extra pictures, video, and audio extras from the digital cutting room floor. Follow the show on social media. We're everywhere under the handle facethefactspod. And don't forget, go to your favorite podcatchers and subscribe, rate, and review. Tune in again next week for another thrilling episode of Let's Face the Facts.